Hello, my ghouls and geeks. Welcome back to podcast for the recently released. I'm Louis Stardust. And I'm Joe Matisse. Last week, I said that this week, I really want to talk about spooky stuff. But I lied because Game of Thrones happened and I feel like there's a lot to discuss about the series overall, that ending that they gave us, I guess the, is it the eighth season that just happened? I believe so. Yeah, so that season overall, and uh, we'll also talk about maybe the rain for a little bit if we have enough time and a few other things that we liked recently, but Game of Thrones, just, I don't have words, but let's kind of go into how you felt about the season overall, and then just like a quick thing, and then we'll talk about the ending, and then we'll talk about like a series overview, I guess. How does that sound? Sounds good. All right, go uh, ahead. Overall rating of the season, I would say like a, a six. That's perfect. Go ahead. One star per episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not like an I know, ending. I know, I uh, know. I'm just making a joke. All the episodes, like I liked probably two episodes. Out of the six there was? Right? I believe so. Maybe three episodes. And they still weren't even up to par with what I was hoping for and didn't have nearly the twists and turns I was hoping for in comparison to the things Game of Thrones has done bef- before in all the other seasons. And I, I, the thing is, I like this season. Um, I didn't love it. I didn't, and I feel like a lot of things we've been talking about lately were like, we didn't love it, but there were things I... I honestly don't think it's that memorable of a season if you can compare it to other seasons. Like, there weren't things that made me be like, oh my god, that's going to go down in history is something I, like, truly, like, felt for in this show or felt impacted by. Yeah, or... there's no Red Wedding type episode going on. There is, season. technically, but it doesn't feel like that. So, my thing is, uh, I believe we read somewhere that they want to give them, like, what, like, 14 episodes? And the directors were like, nah, we want six. And are they working on Star Wars, those guys? I have no idea. I read somewhere, I don't know if this was just a meme, that they were working on Star Wars, so they're like, yo, six episodes, we out. But you and I discussed that we believe that the six episodes were because of all the like CGI and editing that they wanted to use for these episodes. Probably cost a lot of money if they were going to do 14 episodes. Yeah, so they were thinking budget-wise they could make it happen, which I could understand and I could see it being a thing. Uh, or maybe they were just like, fuck it, we, we think we can tell all of it in these six episodes. Um, some of the things that I really disliked is the villains and I'm definitely a person who loves villains I like to see their characters develop I like to see when it's like they're innocent for a moment and then you see them become the true villain that they are we get that with Daenerys of course um we finally get to see you know the battle with the Night King and Cersei and who are probably our three baddies obviously Daenerys wasn't always a baddie but um I felt like that felt short through everything like the night king his death didn't feel um as much as i the whole series was all about these white walkers right yeah and not not the whole series but it was about the iron throne and these different 
houses and families and a big thing for them was the war that was going to happen with these white walkers and the night king and stuff and so to only have that done in like an hour long episode with the actual fight with him being probably a total of like 20 minutes i know that's not that's screen time 20 minutes that's not real battle 20 minutes i get it but it was just very weird to me yeah, especially because along all the fighting through all the seasons, they're trying to convince each other to join up because of the White Walkers that are coming. So for that all to end so abruptly, after the whole thing being drug out for seasons and seasons, they were going to have to all get together to fight this force. And we did a whole episode that was kinda, on it. Yeah. yeah, so we did a whole episode on it, and we, we liked the episode, but to that was the one thing I think that we both were like, eh, that felt like... Like, yes, we love that Arya killed him. Yes, we love that that moment happened. But it just felt so short. And I also felt like that when it came to Cersei's death. And um, so after the battle, what was that, the third or fourth episode? I have no With idea. the Night King? I don't even, I think it was the third episode. Then we had one of them preparing to go to Cersei. And she yeah. kills Melisande or whatever or... Melisande, how do you say her name? Yeah, something like that. And then there's the episode where Danny, yeah, okay, that's exactly. So the third episode is the Night King battle. Then it's the one where all that shit happens. Then it's the one where she burns everything, and then it's the final episode. So the episode where Daenerys and the crew, we'll call them, the squad, go over to King's Landing to like meet with Cersei and, um... Cersei. Sorry, Cersei. And Tyrion has that moment of being like, hey, like, let's get them to ring these bells to surrender. You can ring my bell. <laughs> ring my bell. But... <sighs> so that episode definitely ties in a lot with the final episode. And mm. my whole point about bringing the King's Landing episode up... Mm. The death of Cersei felt really anticlimactic, especially because she was a villain. And I guess we could go really into that whole Danny losing her shit episode. She had like that Kill Bill moment where the siren's going off and then she just sets everything on fire. But to get that like sweet and tender moment with Jamie and have that moment together before they both die was awful. I hated that. The whole fight with Euron was a waste. Was a waste. And it felt like, I felt like that fight happened because he was going to be damaged and then maybe like him and Cersei would have like this, you know, Romeo-Juliet kind of moment where they both die and then they die next to each other instead of being like, oh, we're here for each other. And it just felt weird to me and I hated that. He could have died right on that boat and nobody would have felt different. And Homegirl like straight up was like, I guess we're not going to really <laughs> go into specific or we're going to talk about this episode for a minute, but she straight up was on the stairs with the mountain and that little dude who got squashed the fuck up. Yeah. But she was just like, oh, I'll let you guys have this fight and just like scoots by and nobody tries to like yeet her off the cliff. Like that's the one person we're supposed to be fighting. Yeah, I like, just killed her too. He could just did that in like two seconds. And like not that I would have agreed with that, but if she was like damaged, maybe she had that moment saying goodbye to Jamie and it was sad. Or Arya could have just killed her at that point, even though she wasn't, you know, she was walking around. So that would have been a perfect moment. Yeah. Um, so I think it was like, you know, they, they went into the world the same way that they came into this world together. I get it. And I know that it was foreshadowed and we expected it, but I just would have liked it 
a little bit more impactful because she's a character that I love to hate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's so good at what she does. I would have loved just a, a not-so-sweet, tender moment from them. It just felt out of place. Uh, and that episode in itself, there was a lot of things I actually really liked. I liked the way that the Hound went out. I thought his fight was a really cool fight. Um in comparison to all the other bullshit, like, John was like, oh, my queen, what is she doing? This is not nice. Like, and then Tyrion's, like, unburned. Everything's fine. So, I guess that would be episode five. What was, like, maybe your favorite parts about that, least favorites before we get into the final episode? I mean, I liked, obviously, just watching the fights. And the dragon and all that stuff. But, and I obviously had the same problems that you did. Mm-hmm. And I have a, I guess, wish on how I wanted things to play out. Mm-hmm. But that involves changing the whole story. So I, we'll, <laughs> we'll get involved in that discussion after we talk about the, okay. new, season, the new episode. Uh, so the final episode, which... Again, um, I, I kind of accepted it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I liked it. It was, at parts, I feel like that was the only way that the season could have gone. And at parts, I was like, I don't understand why you did this. Um, so, first off, Grey Worm is the fastest motherfucker in all of the kingdoms. He straight up was talking to John down in the freaking land. Slaying dudes. Slaying dudes. And then somehow was higher on the steps than John. Just waiting for him like, oh, you're here. But, but doesn't make that move to go protect his queen before she gets slaughtered, right? So you're not that fast, but you're fast enough to beat him to the stairs. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't like... <laughs> I didn't like the fact that... And I guess they it's not really relevant, but this is just my personal thing. I would have loved to see Arya just use her face ability thing yeah. at all. Girl, you have this yeah, power. Yeah, what happened with that? that was, you are that so was annoying. And she's so badass as her own character, but like she had that whole arc of learning that, and like not once was it used in this season, which I was hoping for. I thought that she was gonna sneak up on Danny and kill him, and then it was gonna be revealed to be her. Like I thought that the whole season we got none of that, so that was weird to me. They gave her a lot, but not quite. They gave um, her a lot as a character, but not that. Not that one little thing that we probably all wanted. And to we see. all really liked it when it happened on you know the prior seasons. Yeah. Um, obviously it took a little bit longer, but then we were like, oh shit, that's, that's pretty cool. We're into that. So, uh, I didn't really like the death of Danny. I felt like it was like, she didn't even get to sit on the throne. First off, bitch has been fighting her whole life for this. Doesn't even get to sit on the throne. And then John, which I wanted him to kill her, of course, but like he plays her out and he's like, oh yes, my queen, I love you. Smoochy smooch. And then just murders her. Yeah. So I've been seeing a lot of mixed feelings like this online from people who are like, oh, you know, John is constantly going back and forth where he's like, yes, my queen, I support her. And then he hears his family and he's trying to support them and like doing this back and forth thing. But always to her face, he's saying, you know, I believe you because he's afraid of saying something wrong and then dying yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I, I didn't like any of that. But he never sticks up for himself or his family. Which like, kind say, of defeats the purpose of what his character has always been. Yes, and that felt very weird to me, and I and I can agree with some people saying that. They were also like, it's fucked up that he did that to her, you know, they were in love, and I'm like, I don't care about that. The, path. the fact is, John as a character has been always loyal to his family, whether he's, you know, a new Targaryen and, and a Stark, like, his whole life he's always been about that. So it's just so weird to me that 
that bit happened. I think her death was meant to happen. It just felt way too early in the episode because we spent like, I don't know, 10 minutes watching Tyrion move around chairs. And well, it's the way they played it out. Yeah. Because like rather than the dragon come up after that happened and then like look at John and like be all upset and they have that stupid touching moment and then the dragon like be like, oh man, like one of the knives from this chair killed my mom. <laughs> I'm going to get my revenge and all that stuff. Like rather than that all happen, like... No offense, but John is Targaryen. He is the, the, the rightful heir, and nobody ran up right away, so he should have jumped on that dragon, slayed everybody who tried to say anything otherwise. Now, that was the one she always rode. He never rode Drogon, right? Did he ride Rhaegal or the other dragon? I don't know. The, he I, rode the other dragon, so but he, still. he didn't have that connection, but at the same time, that's in your blood, dude. Like, why don't you try to... Like, if I was fucking he's the dragon the, he's lady... He's the alpha at that point, and he's you, also Targaryen, and so... And as an animal, generally, you would see that as an alpha move, and they would, you know... But dragons are different. They have their own mind. You could tell because at points she tries to control them. Yeah, he was them. mad at the chair, so obviously he was <laughs> twisted. Well, okay, a couple things about that. One, I read a theory that somebody said um, that the dragon understood what the Game of Thrones was, and, you know... Burn the chair. Then the other ones wouldn't have got shot down so easy. Earlier. Then the other one said <laughs> that he thought that the chair he saw the pointy chair was like this killed my mom. So then he saw the pointy one in her stomach and he set it on fire, which I thought was really funny too. But they do have that like little Lion King kind of moment where you know Simba's like. Um, yeah, it's all corny. Too much no, slow I stuff. No, I think that makes sense because she has that bond with them. So that little part I think was fine. Um, I thought John was about to yell at the dragon again and, and get roasted at that moment. I'm surprised he didn't, but... And what also made me mad is because right after that part happened, like, Grey Worm and them, I guess, came up and arrested him. But she's already gone. And locked him up, and then, like, a few weeks go by. But really, like, Grey Worm could kill all those people irrationally, stab those dudes in the back, and he really can wait weeks and literally come and catch him after he kills his queen. his queen and not actually do anything about it like what is going on all he had to be is like yo she went with the like went with the dragon for a ride you didn't see anything cover he, up that blood he already didn't like him too though and he didn't do nothing about it like he's like all right you, you guys i guess you go to jail it was stupid. Yeah, very corny. Um, so it, it makes sense though. They sent him to jail. Whatever. Tyrion's in jail too. Um, for some reason, Tyrion is the only one who, <laughs> who can speak about the situation when it comes to the king. And let me tell you that this is a, the whole scene where they're talking about picking a new king, and um, all oh, the houses are there. I didn't like that. I felt like it was. I liked it because it made me laugh, but I didn't feel like it was right for this show. Or this final episode. Didn't need to have Like, it was just too comedic. It was too, like, Marvel-y almost. You know what I mean? Where it's like, here's this comedic bit that we're used to. Yeah. And I really didn't think it was necessary for this episode. And some people might be like, you're just being a bitch. But whatever. I just didn't feel like it felt right. I will say, like, I was like, oh, shit. When freaking Sansa was like, uncle, have a seat. Like, or whatever she said. Or sit down. That shit was funny. I love that. But, like... It wasn't necessary. Like, that just feels like a like a parody or, like, a sketch. You know what I'm saying? And then fucking Sam is like, hey, why don't we do, like, voting? Like, regular people. Like... And then all of these 
leaders of the the seven kingdoms are there and then they end up taking advice <laughs> from the prisoner the and imp. and the soldier that is escorting the prisoner rather than consulting with just the seven they weren't really kings. they were barely consulting with Grey Worm. they're like oh we'll just please you by giving you this island like they don't need to do nothing they could be are, like, whoa, you calm down. We're having a discussion. Are the Unsullied just all going to go to this island and just never repopulate, so we're going to wait for them to die out? Like, and if that's the case, they don't have to send John to prison. And also, if that's the case, and Sansa becomes Queen of the North, mm-hmm. then also John doesn't have to go and be imprisoned at the Night's Watch because she's in charge of the North. And it's all stupid. Yeah, um... So they choose Bran to be the king because, you know, for some reason that makes sense. He's been on a throne, you know, forever. Might as well put him on another one, right? Uh, Bran, what has Bran done in the show except go with Hodor over the wall for a bit and get pushed out a window? No, nah, he's... And be a raven. You're underestimating him. Yeah. He's Branny Furtado. Oh he just gosh. flies like a bird. He I do. to fly away. I do. I just don't think... Like, there's really, every character has memorable stories and arcs, right? Like, one of my favorite things was Sansa's. Because as much as we didn't get her being, like, the badass, as much of a badass as I would have liked from her this season, if you look at how she was in the first season, she's gone through one of the most. Her, Arya, um, and Daenerys have probably the most personality changes throughout the season, right? Jamie's had a little bit here and there. He's kind of redeemed himself, whatever. But... Bran hasn't had that. Bran has fallen out a window and then he's the three-eyed raven. Like, that's it. And we don't get enough scenes with him where I feel like he... You feel connected to him as a character, so maybe that's why they felt like he was the best choice. Um, he's the one who... what The raven could, like, see the past and the current times and the future. Yeah, so, like, but he then just... he never goes back to his tree to, like, really become that guy. And then, like... He loves that tree. And he can't reproduce, but yet he's going to become the... Yo, Sansa was like, his dick don't work. <laughs> yeah, like, Sansa. what? And, like, he's the true villain of the story because he knew everybody was going to die and he just let them die. Like, he could have swapped their bodies out for anybody and it would have been the same situation. Yeah, but it could have been that, like, Doctor Strange thing where it's like, I've seen two million whatever probabilities and, like, here's the best solution that works. Yeah, but, like, but imagine instead of bringing Theon, he just brought another loyal soldier. Random one. Yeah. And... Same thing would have went down, and everything would have been. Yeah, he played like, Theon out. That you're right. You gotta think about that with all the different characters well, he did that to. Hodor fucking died <laughs> for nothing. Okay, <laughs> like let me tell you guys right now. Uh, okay. Then he just I, like turned into birds when Theon was about to die. Like I'm just out of here, dude. Like he's like peace out. So when I first started watching Game of Thrones, I stopped at the Red Wedding. I don't know why. I think it was just devastated. But I was like, oh, I'll catch up with this later. And then by the time I came up to it, it was like the seventh season. Um, I got sick one day. And Joe had HBO. So I stayed at your house. This is when we first started dating. And I just watched Game of Thrones for like four days. And I watched all the seasons. And I caught up to the seventh one. So one night when we were sleeping, it was still playing. And I woke up because it was super loud and it was Hodor's death scene. But, like, I obviously missed, like, two episodes because it was just playing. And I saw him die before I was ready to. And I started freaking out because I was like, no, I love him. He's so pure. And he had no reason to die. Yeah. 
You played him out, Bran. You didn't even have to go over the wall. You knew it was going to happen. Ugh. And, and that's probably not true. There's probably reasons for everything, of course. But, um, I don't know. I guess at the end, he's the most suited out of everybody. I wanted to see a Stark take the throne, of course. Um, I'm happy that, you know, Tyrion's alive. I'm kind of surprised more people didn't die. I was expecting at least one of the Starks to die, to be honest with you. And they all made it out. Yeah, and the whole point of the story that they were leading to was like the people that were the best leaders that were the people that didn't want the throne but then at the end Bran said like that's the whole reason he came there is because he wanted to be the king and knew he would be the king but earlier in the show he was like oh no I'm not suited for this I'm not suited for like being the king of the north or this and that and then he's just like ah why do you think I wheeled over here which is even better reason why it should have been John yeah um, John, of course, never wanted it because he killed Daenerys. He could never have it. Um, I like the concept of it, you know, well, we won't do it through family. We're going to make it for the person who is most true to the king, whatever the hell they were fucking saying. Um, I would love just to watch Arya, you know, travel around the world and do badass shit. I'd be more interested in that than anything else. You know what I mean? As far as, like, Game of Thrones world Yeah, she was about to colonize new Easteros. Apparently there's, like, a spinoff series or a few spinoff series coming. And also George R. R. Martin is still writing his book, so he said there's some things that are different. Yeah, they're doing a spinoff just in time because now uh, Titty Suckle Boy is all grown up that was there. And he is nice looking. Go him. It's all that breast milk he was drinking. Oh, my God. Somebody, so long, you somebody know? made a joke about the giant's milk and the breast and milk. And the breast milk. Yeah. See, you see what it's doing? It's growing kids up big and strong. Yeah, I forgot who he was until I saw him. Like, who the fuck is this guy? And then a bunch it's, of memes came out, and I was like, oh, yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, he's gross. Um, but, you know, what else is gross in that show? Everything. So he can't be surprised anymore. Um, with that being said, George R. R. Martin did say there are going to be some changes in the book as opposed to the ending. So people, of course, are like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Uh, it's almost like a Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood situation where we get that, you know, new ending. So I'm excited about whatever that's going to be. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't absolutely hate it. There were things that I was surprised they went in that direction for um, because, honestly, there wasn't, in the past seven seasons, there wasn't anything where I was like, this is stupid. Why would they write this? This doesn't make sense. Like, there wasn't really anything I would change. I was upset, you know, about some people dying, but I feel like a lot of the time that just makes sense for your characters in story and development. Uh, but there wasn't any plots where I was like, this is the fucking worst. Like, yeah. no. Like, Ramsey was disgusting and I hated him, but his whole, you know, sequence was very good. It was a good arc for the show. I don't know. So, give me your final thoughts on this season. Maybe your final thoughts on some of the characters, the way that they developed, or the series, however you want to go off about the end of this. I was hoping that it was going to be one of them deals where it was going to be Jon Snow and Davos and Daenerys and Grey Worm with Tyrion being the in-between guy that ends up dying and then that ends up being the major start of the fight between Jon and Daenerys and Jon having to kill Daenerys. Maybe without, obviously, her knowing it was coming, but something along those lines. Granted, none of it is still along the lines of 
my fantasy season for for how that all played out. <laughs> but you know, that's that's what I thought. I, I I wish that's how they took that last episode. I don't know. I was fairly disappointed disappointed with this season on how they finished the characters off because all the I felt like all the development that they were trying to do with a lot of the main characters just kind of just got thrown away at the end. Yeah, I could see that. I think I'm going to um, go back and watch the seasons and kind of just look at things. Because, like, okay, there's been a lot of, now that the season's over, there's been a lot of, like, memes and, like, things popping up. So this one is, like, um, Daenerys talking to her brother, and it says, uh, you wouldn't turn me into one of them, or I'm sorry, you would turn me into them, I can't even talk. You would turn me into one of them, wouldn't you? Next, you'll want to braid my hair. And then it says, you have no right to braid. You've won no victories yet. So then it goes on to this, where she's got all the braids in her hair. Like season three, season four, season seven, because of all, like, the victories she's won. So people are like, continuity in the story, which, like, Sansa also, um, with her hair, is, like, at points she reflects um, the women she learns from. Yeah. Like, she has it, like, her mother at one point, then she has it from that fucking titty lady with the baby. Then she has, like, Daenerys at one point, almost with, like, the braids. So it's all, like, while that's subtle, I think it's really nice that there's, like, that continuity with the Yeah, well, Daenerys had pretty much the... She was one of the only characters to me that had a full development. Yes, absolutely. You know, I expected her to become the Mad King, and I expected Jon to kill her no matter what. That's how I expected the end to go, and that's how that went. I so it just I, felt like too, I felt good about seeing her become the Mad King. I would have rather him almost put up a fight with her. Like it just felt too weird. I didn't like how he went about it. Yeah, it could have went down better. Um, you know, I, I expected them to have that like close moment, but I don't know. I didn't like the dragon cuddle sesh, and the chair burning. It was stupid. I don't know. I liked it. I, I thought that part was okay. But yeah. Um, overall, I mean. Maybe I'd give the last season, like, a seven. Um, It wasn't my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite season off the top of my head. I think, you know, a lot of us got so attached to Daenerys' character because she was, you know, the mother of dragons and the breaker of chains, and she had, like, all these motives to free people and do these things. While also there's, like, that kind of dark side to what she was doing. And it was always kind of like an underlying issue where we knew there was a possibility for her to become mad or to do something. And I think that um, she had a lot of people that she relied on to keep her kind of grounded, like Jorah, Melisande, um, Grey Worm, John. Like all these people kind of helped her, you know, stay safe, like stable and as a queen. And you see her kind of um, go a little bit more crazy like she does it at points throughout the seasons but especially during the season because that's when she develops obviously that she feels like she can't trust anybody and she has nobody in her corner and then she starts losing people to their deaths and stuff so she obviously goes quicker i would have liked another season to kind of see that develop with her like if the season was just totally focused on um her development with that and the Night King, and then the final season was, like, the fight with Cersei and, like, all that, I think that would have just made more sense. Yeah. Um, I would have even taken, like, maybe an additional three episodes, but I think it was just too much to punch that development for her, the Night King, Cersei, like, everything else was just a lot for me. But, yeah. What I would have liked to see happen for the season was when the Night King and everybody were coming to 
what was it, Winterfell, mm-hmm. is that, like, a couple of the key people fled to go up to where um, Daenerys is, and, or went with Daenerys and everything to where Cersei is to try to make a truce and warn them of what was coming, while pretty much all the other characters that looked like they were about to die at Winterfell just died, like, just got slaughtered, while, like, a good handful of some of the key people fleed to go over to where Thing was, and then Cersei did something that still instigated Daenerys to become the Mad King irrationally while they were trying to have a moment of peace, and then while they start fighting, the Night King comes in, and then it all collides in one big moment. And this is like an Infinity War kind of moment, and you're writing your own fanfic, and that's too much. I'm just saying, I wanted more development for our characters. You're like, let me write a whole new season. I'm one of the people who signed the petition. Yo, they could, no, no, I just, I was hoping they were going to really go in and really just start, when you were feeling in those tense moments in some of them episodes where you were thinking people were going to die, just do it. Nobody, go for it. Who, go wild. What was the biggest, like, loss this season? Like, Theon Greyjoy? Think about some of the people that survived where they were at the very end of the episode. If they didn't show them and you assume they had died from some brutal episode prior, would it really have made a difference? Like, Not I Not to me. Nobody lost a leg or an eye, nothing. Like I know, right? Not, the dog lost an ear, though. Fucking poor ghost. All right, well, that being said, I think that's everything we have to talk about for Game of Thrones. Um, I thought we could talk about a couple little other things we like this week just because we have some extra time, and one of those things would be the rain. So we did a previous episode where we talked about our Netflix favorites, and we were looking forward to this show coming back. Uh, This was another one that was like six episodes, right? It wasn't very long. Yeah, it's only like six or seven episodes. And it's in Dutch, and it gets translated? Yeah, we only watch it because it's dubbed over. We ain't messing with them (laughs) subtitles, I'll tell you that. Uh, So we really like the first season. If you want to hear more about all that, you can check out that episode. But essentially what it is is there's this toxic rain that comes down, and our main characters are stuck in a bunker for six years. They come to the surface, and then they want to, you know, escape the rain and be safe. Uh, we wind up learning that one of our main characters, Rasmus, is that how you say his name? Rasmus? Rasmus. Rasmus. He's um, a carrier of the infection, so he could spread it. But he's immune. But he's also immune. And everybody else is, um, you know, the rain is no longer a virus at this point. It's just Rasmus and whatever kind of leftover stuff is happening. Spoilers. Um, so they're trapped in this area and so this season i was expecting a little bit more out of it um i wasn't expecting it to go in the the direction it did with rasmus i was hoping that i mean i don't know even i don't even know what i was hoping for um yeah we didn't know what to expect especially because towards the end of the first season we definitely didn't expect it to kind of go quite that route well no because when we went to go watch season two you were like what happened in season one and i was like oh yeah this happened and this happened and then we watched the trailer like to refresh ourselves and nothing i said was right i just made shit up because that's just what i thought was like a generic answer and i thought that was really it yeah yeah (laughs) but either way once we got back into it and we got recapped and everything it was it was pretty good it it was very interesting. Obviously, I'm not a huge fan, 
of too many episodes of being stuck in the same familiar two or three rooms. Yeah. But that does happen a little bit in this. It is a little bit confined to well, a small area in this one. let's break through that spoilers or zone and just kind of talk about it from this point on, because I don't think there's any other way we could talk about it without. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so essentially he's carrying this virus and they're trying to find a cure for it to prolong his life and save him. Yeah. Um, where when we first see it happening though, it kind of seems like he doesn't know what's going on. He, and by the end of the season, he learns how to control it and manipulate it a little bit. Um, of course, you know, he falls in love again and then, you know, he fucking, they die. That's just his luck. Yeah. Um. Bad luck with ladies. I, I don't think... There was enough episodes. I feel like it kind of lingered on with the the same rooms and the same plot line where we didn't get enough of that development. And of course, we want to know more about why this is happening to him because we do know from a young age his dad was injecting him with something. Um, But we don't exactly know all the answers. And that makes for another good story, you know, for future seasons on. I just think that there need to be um, maybe a little bit more developed maybe with, like, the government in this. Yeah. I think that would have really helped the storyline other than just, you know, our original group plus the forensics team or the scientists, I guess you would say, whatever. I did like a little bit of what they did with some of the side characters because they were just kind of hangarounds. I felt like by the end of it, this time around, they had a little bit more purpose and they did, you know, get rid of some in a sense. And that Spoilers, was... Spoilers, you can talk Oh, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they did uh, kill the the one girl got killed. Which and, is fine, because she was not interesting to Yeah, me. but she was shot out and uh, a conflicting uh, character to have in the situation because of her beliefs, and she was very radical of a character. Yeah, but she also really wanted to, like, support her friends and be with them because they were yeah. the reason that they were alive and her boyfriend was annoying. Um, and he was, like, a total nutcase, so that also helped... That that whole thing was toxic. Yeah, it made for a good story. Yeah. He was annoying, but it made for a good story And he was him. creepy, extra creepy. Yeah, I didn't, he, he's, I don't know about him. <laughs> um, what is the other guy's name? Martin? No, Martin and Patrick. Patrick. Patrick had some good moments this season. He did. He was wising up a little bit. And he was like the curious cat. Like, he was yeah. looking into everything. He was, you know... Not really trusting the safe situation of the safe house and being like, we have to be cautious, but also looking into everything and being like that guy. Um, so I enjoyed his scenes. I think he's funny. I, I like that he's like the goofball character in every group. Yeah. There's always like that goofy person, you know what I mean? Um, I think that the sister, whatever her name is, um, Satine Beatrice, she's got some weird name. What's her name? You're hitting me with all these names Because all of them are confusing. His sister Simone is awful in this series because she's constantly lying to protect him, which puts everybody else in danger, and that's why all the people end up dying. Rasmus' sister is annoying. Um, So I think she's really selfish, and, you know, at the end she shoots him, and he's like, uh, bitch, you shot me, and he escapes. So him running away makes for more plot lines that are very interesting for season uh, three, if they get another season. Uh, I thought the season was good. I thought season one was better. I think that, you know, this is a good middle point to bring us to next season. Like, because of what happened, it's going to lead to a really good third season, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. But it's just the middle point. And, you know, if you want that, if you want to get to the third season, you need to be stronger 
as a standalone. Like, I felt like this was just, like, you know, the middle of the sandwich. So, yeah, I liked it. I think it was a fine season. It wasn't my favorite. Um, but I do think there was good setups for season three. What about you? How did you feel about the season? I thought it was pretty good. I liked, obviously, seeing all the elements of Rasmus almost losing his shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that part, and when it got hectic and tense in those times, they keep it claustrophobic at times, which does help get over some of the monotony of some of the same areas. But, um, yeah, I, I, I liked it overall. I'd say it was like a, maybe like a 7 or an 8. Cool. It's 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 a cool show so far. It's got a good concept. Yeah, I'm excited for a third season. I don't I don't want to wait that long though. So it, it's killing me um, inside. Now that today's Friday, that is the last episode of Doom Patrol is going to be out today, which I'm excited to give a watch. Woo! And then after that, next week we got Swamp Thing coming out, which looks really good. If you are a fan of, like, kind of spooky-looking shows, this is definitely one of those, it seems like. Yeah, and it's going to be, like, a horror, thriller-esque show, and yeah. I can't wait yeah. to get into that. I've never been a Swamp Thing person, as you guys could probably tell from a previous episode where I thought it was a completely different creature. Um, it's my fault. But, She's a real guardian of the green, bro. Oh my god, stop it. I just, I think it'll be cool, though. The The trailers seem really nice. And then next month we get another season of Dark, which is something we've been really looking forward to. So, yes, Dark. Um, I can't wait. What else? Oh, HBO is like, hi, please, you know, keep your subscription. And they gave us that trailer for Westworld. Oh, man. Yeah. Westworld also. That's going to be very interesting. I can't wait to see the direction they go with that. I feel like they're still going to try to really mind fuck you on this one. Well, I mean, each season there's something where I'm like, I know what's happening. And then I'm like, oh, shit, no, I don't. So we get Aaron Paul in the trailer, which, love him. I feel like that's a great addition. Yeah. And um, this place looks a little bit more futuristic. So I'm wondering if it's just the normal world or if we're going to get, you know, screwed and it's a whole other place. You see Dolores in the end in her original body. Yeah, I hope he, I hope he like goes up to her and he's like, are you like a robot, bitch? <laughs> Jesse Pinkman asked the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. something like that. Maybe Just pulls a, a gun moment. on her sideways or something. Oh, God. Well, I'm still wondering who she took with her out of, because uh, she grabbed like six of their core personalities or whatever. Remember? Yeah. So I'm wondering who else she took with her for that. I hope and... she just took a tiger. Awful. This is awful. Um, but yeah, I think that is everything that we've, you know, watched this week or checked out or are planning on checking out. Um, I think we might be headed to the movies in a couple of days because there's a few things out. I really want to see Aladdin and Brightburn's out. And you Brightburn. Know, yeah, you've been talking about that for yes. a bit. And I think there's something else out. I don't know. But Especially because are... we haven't been getting into a lot of horror stuff lately mm-hmm. we're now getting swamp thing and stuff like that and we're now getting brightburn so i'm very excited yeah which is hopefully we'll have a nice spooky episode for you next week because i wanted to this week but i was like we just have to talk about game of thrones well and rain was a little bit like dark of yeah the show. it was like dark thriller but it's not like i want to talk about maybe some real life horrors or some ghost stories yeah something spooky wookie. maybe we could talk about like when we were kids and the things that we would get into i think that'd be cool yeah, like 
lint in our belly buttons or oh something. Oh my god. Anyways, uh, with that being said, I really want to hear what your thoughts are on the most recent episode of Game of Thrones in the series overall. Uh, I know a lot of people have feelings on that. Some people are like downright pissed. Some people are just like, best season ever. So I'm definitely open here. What you guys have to say about that uh you can chat with us over on our instagram which is pod for the recently released and you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify through our website podcast for the recently released.com i'm lewis stardust that's joe matisa i'm gonna poke his belly button and we're out peace beautiful